Welcome everybody to another edition of Overhand Right Radio. It's Cole and Jason back at you again. And UC 247's in the bag. John Jones, Dominic Grace, they fought to a five round decision. And you know what? This decision has a lot of people talking. The last one, people said, ah, you know what? Tiago Santos didn't tear his ACL and the rest of the stuff is knee. Ah, maybe he would have got John Jones. But now, in the aftermath of this fight, you got people saying that John Jones got beat by Dominic Reyes. And look, it's a great case to say Dominic Reyes won that fight. It's a good case, man. And you know what? We got two big top five light heavyweights in Jan Blachowicz versus Corey Anderson fighting this weekend. So that's a big impact on the 205 light heavyweight division as well when it comes to possible next contender to John Jones. So we're going to dive into the fight, how and how they can fix the judging system, and we're going to talk about the fight coming up this weekend between Jan Blachowicz versus Corey Anderson. But Cole, let's talk about it. UC 247. We go into that fight. We broke it down. We said, man, Dominic Reyes has a really good chance to beat John Jones. We said he matches up with him stylistically. He's got power, got height, got reach, got good takedown defense. And, and you said it. You know, after the Chris Wyman fight, we really saw him. went, wow, he had really good takedown defense. He showed that against John Jones. He stuffed a lot of John Jones' takedowns early on in the fight. He actually knocked down John Jones in the first round. In my opinion, Dominic Reyes won round one and round two. Then you see John Jones mix it up in the championship round takedowns. But Dominic Reyes did pop up a lot of the times. He got taken down, but he didn't allow John Jones to gain any position on him. John Jones did have his back for a second against the cage. Dominic Reyes got out of that. Great takedown defense. The thing that won John Jones round four and five to me is just the pressure. Did he outland him? Uh, hard to tell, but he, he was the aggressor. He had the octagon control in, in the championships round. And you can see Dominic Reyes slowing down, but to be fair, we've seen a lot of people do worse in championship in their first time going to round four, round five. The thing to me was the third round, Cole. That is really where it determines who won this fight. Because you look at two of the th- three judges' scorecards, they said John Jones won those won the third round, that won him the fight. Very interesting cor- scorecard. I When I first watched it, I mean, we were watching with a couple buddies. There's about seven of, stuff, seven of us in there. And we looked around and I think about four of us said Reyes and three of us said Jones. So it was really close. I haven't gone back to watch it yet. Because honestly, I've done that before in fights and I don't think it really sways my opinion. And I think that a lot of the time you, you hear other people's opinion and you take it into your own when you go and rewatch a fight. But I had John Jones winning 3-2. But I, I went into the decision. I went, uh, well, if they say Dominic Reyes, I'm not mad. And the whole thing about this whole robbery, I love when people toss out robbery. And then they go, what do you have it? Well, I thought this person won 3-2. Well, that's not a robbery. A robbery is where someone maybe loses one round and the other person wins a split decision. That's a robbery. This was a really close fight that got settled by one round. And unless you're that idiot judge, Chris Lee, who scored at 4-1, to one, and I'm pretty sure that was the judge who wasn't even looking at the fight in other fights and wasn't even judging those fights. It was a close fight. It wasn't a robbery. Should they run it back? In my opinion, yes, they should. What do you think overall about the fight, Cole? I think they should run it back, but damn, it was close. 
And that's the reason why I think they should run it back, especially now when the iron's hot and especially when both probably don't have that big of a medical suspension. I know there's some rumor about Dominic Grace with his ACL, but he kind of said, no, I feel fine. I wouldn't be able to walk. Nothing's came out. So I say run it back when it's hot, man. I had it 3-2 Reyes. I think round one and round two, I don't think there's a person in the world besides that judge who thought Dominic Reyes didn't win those rounds. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, even the people that are going for John Jones and are siding with John Jones are admitting defeat that he lost those two rounds. Now, if you're a Dominic Reyes lover, okay, fan, I should say. Lover might be confusing. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Very okay. true. A fan. Fan is the word I want to yes. use. A supporter. A, a supporter. supporter, yeah. Well, the fan. This is a supporter. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into technical <laughs> yeah. terms. Okay, fan. John Jones won round five and four. I don't think there's an argument there. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, think, I, I think those those two rounds for Reyes, those two rounds for Jones are so clear cut, it's 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 stupid. Okay? In round four and five, John Jones clearly uh, octagon control, pressure, more volume, uh, looked fresher. He won those. Dominic Reyes outlanded Jones heavily in round one and round two. Dropped him. Made him turtle at one point. No discussion there. Round three is the swing round. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, in my opinion, I think Reyes won that hands down. Now, I think he won it hands down for one reason and one re- reason only. If I... Well, let's, let's recap what happened in that round. Dominic Reyes landed some punches, some heavy volume. John Jones was... Uh, yeah, I think he, he spent more time kind of, I would say, being in the middle of the octagon, controlling the octagon, as they would like to say. And he had the takedowns. Here, here, Here's where I lie with this. I give that to Reyes because of this. His punches connected, they hurt, and there was more volume with them. John Jones in that round landed very few significant strikes that I thought were meaningful. Okay, so that's where we're at with the striking. John Jones does get uh, two... Take, I think it was two takedowns. Yeah. Uh, but but what did he do with them? Now, that's the big debate. A lot of people go, well, he got, to take that. He got him down to the mat. That, that, that should be as significant as you hitting someone and rocking them with a big shot. Now, this is well, where I, lies in judging because a lot of fans see that and go... Like Eric Hawani said but, on the show. But what, what's the difference from getting a clinch to getting a takedown? I guess takedown, you're actually sweeping the feet and you're actually putting them in a vulnerable position. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. If they bounce up right away, is that considered as as dominating as, you know, actually putting in work I, on the ground? I actually, I actually think this... Here, here's the problem. The problem is, is the UC needs to lay out very cut and dry categories. Well, the commission as well. That sets the rules. Well, the commission. and But, but the UC should not go into states. Really, I, I get the UC is global. And they wanted to go into different places and they, they wanted to go go to places like Houston. And But unless the commissions are on board, don't go there. 
Oh, and, and I know that's okay. That's hurting the UFC brand a bit because they don't get to hit some markets or whatever. But if you want to avoid this, avoid the shitty places. Avoid the commissions that won't work with you. Yeah. Avoid the commissions that you know have notorious things, and if the commissions aren't willing to change, adapt, and work with you. Like Dominic Cruz said in the in the post fight with Joe Rogan, if they're not willing to do that, fuck them. Don't go there, especially for big fights. Yeah, because that, because listen, the the commissions work for who? The government. The government. How do they make money? Big business. What's big business? The UFC coming, coming to, to town, town is yeah. big business. It, it 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 generates a huge amount of revenue, especially for these big big fights like this. These are these are bars, restaurants, hotels. These are big industries that are impacted by the UC coming to town. And the UC should put more pressure. I, I, again, it's not the UC's fault, but they should put more pressure on the government who, who, is, uh, who controls the commission, athletic commission. They should put more pressure on them to do more and have more regulations. That's how it should be going. Well, it, 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 the UC should kind of maybe sit down. Like Dominic, like you touched on, Dominic Ray said in the post-fight, we need to get the great minds, the experts, the fighters, this and that, people that know the sport, and we need to kind of work with the commissions. Now, that might be forcing their hand a little, going, hey, this is what we think the UC pushes out. Hey, commissions, take a look at what we kind of, we did our uh, revision of the rules, and we kind of think this should be scored a little more, just to, and, and this should be better, just to kind of wipe around but, the gray areas. But, and then that also forces the commissions... To kind of be like, hey, if you want us to come to your town, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And support the ones that do. And Because and, in the end, the UC, I mean, for a lot of lot of states, they want the UC to come. So if you're, um, I don't know what state hasn't ever got, you know, let's say Alaska. If they ever want to do an Alaska card, well, you know what? <laughs> the likelihood of that is not likely. But the commission there will have to be very supportive of the UC to get a card. But so, it, so the commissions yeah. kind of got. You see, might have to force the hand of the commissions just a little bit. But it, it, where it's on the UFC, in my opinion, is you have to state out for these judges. First of all, push the commissions, push their regulation, push their standards. Get these guys who don't know what the fuck they're doing out of there. And listen, the UFC should have a department that goes to each commission. And sets policies and standards of who should be in there. I don't believe, oh, you need X fighters to go in. And, and I'll, I'll touch on Y a little later. But you don't need exactly X fighters. You just need people who know fighting. And, and know MMA fighting. Not, yeah, I, not I, guys who are boxing guys or guys who, uh, you know, have been, you know, umpiring baseball and shit in, you know, the local area. To be watching these fights with, with, with such... You know, well, the fuck, the one judge wasn't watching the fight. Yeah, th- that was the Lauren Murphy and Angela Lee fight where literally Dominic Cruz and Joe Rogan's like, oh my God, we're looking at this judge and he's not he's not watching the fight. And then they mm. commented to the fight a little again and then came back about 15 seconds later and go, oh my God, he's just made fi- missed 15 yeah. seconds of this fight. Which if any fan has sat down and watched 15 seconds of a fight knows that could be significant in scoring around. So to have someone like that do that, like, I, I mean... Uh, come on, you should have, you should have somebody there who knows what they're doing, and um, but but to get back to my main point, the main point is it's on the UFC too, because the UFC has how many different things: octagon control, uh, strikes, aggression, aggression. It should be it should be pyramided. 
in, in form of this is this overtakes this, this overtakes that, and and they need to get to it. I don't. I think the nine ten is fine. I know a lot of people Jerogan the nine ten bullshit. No, nine ten is fine. That's not the problem. The problem is when somebody lands a right hand five times. How many times does that person have to get a takedown or something to equal that? Hmm. And I know you you don't want to make the sport so like oh he landed six jabs that one takedown so that equals that. But you're gonna have to get to that point. What what is the most important thing? What is the most important thing of who wins the fight? In my opinion, that's damage, and 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 strikes that do significant damages. Now these strikes can happen on the ground. These strikes can happen standing. They can happen by leg, knee, elbow, elbow, and it can be to the body. It can be the head. It, to the leg, significant strikes that do significant damage should be the number one thing in the fight, right? Like, I like unless you're a, a breathe, you know, live, breathe, sleep jujitsu guy who thinks a fucking a sweep and a guard pass is you know jerk off worthy. <laughs> da- damage strikes should be the most important thing. Rocking a guy, sitting a guy down. A takedown to me should be worth something. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like just the takedown itself should be worth something. But three takedowns to me still doesn't equal one big right hand where you wobble the guy. He's spending 15 seconds turtling up, getting punched. If that guy now takes three takedowns and doesn't land, you know, one significant ground strike, well, who do you think should win the round? Yeah, and, and the, the guy who did the the one big strike should. And we've seen we've seen some fights where someone has the guy in the clinch and then eventually gets the takedown, and then the guy pops up with about forty five seconds left, and then the last forty five seconds hits the other guy with you know fighter with mm-hmm. two big right hands, and you I, know and that that to me should be more because okay the person was holding landing some knee strikes and in inner thigh, but nowhere in that fight was their opponent in danger uh, feeling any damage from that other opponent they got the takedowns but in that 45 seconds that person is more in risk of getting stopped and has taken more damage in that 45 mm-hmm. seconds than the rest of the fight and to me that's where something like that should be credited more than just controlling someone right. for so the, the UFC really needs to tear really needs to tear this over this this over that this over this it should go from the top to the bottom and and they should help they should work with these judges because listen if you ask fighters right now well is that takedown worth that five punches you're gonna get a split bag well this is the- whether you have fighters as judges or not you're gonna have fighters who believe a takedown is worth more than five jabs well what's you're the- going to believe that you have strikers that believe five jabs more than one takedown so it doesn't matter if it's a, a guy who's you know coaching youth fucking baseball or or mma fighters right now it's not tiered by the ufc enough to go that is clearly over that that is clearly over that so going back to the kind of the Reyes thing that's why I thought Reyes won. Because mm-hmm. I believe John Jones would take him down, but he didn't land anything. Reyes popped right back up. And he landed more damage in that round. Right? So the, 
that's why I thought Reyes won. Believe there should be a rematch. I I think it's the only thing really at lay heavyweight for Jones right now. Well, here, here's I my mean, thing. Who else would there be? Yeah, if Corey Anderson goes and knocks out uh, Jan Blokovic or opposite way around, then this, you could have a case. Well, I think Corey Anderson a little bit more. Well, he could knock out Johnny because Walker. Because then too. he'd be coming off Walker. He'd be coming off Jan. There'd be a lot of lot of big hype around him. But even then, I think Thomas Reyes, because it, if it was just 3-2 straight up and there was no controversy... And listen, right now, you look at the polls, you look at all the people, you look at uh, different media members have come out and said it, within their company, they, they did a poll of how many people... About sixty five percent of people are coming back and saying Dominic Reyes won. Yeah. So, so t- to me, to me, that t- that that leans toward a rematch. Yeah. And and the good thing about this is John Jones is an active champion. John Jones is all about like I I, I want to fight, I want to fight. So, to me, that's perfect. Okay, John Jones didn't really, you know he didn't look unless it's something internal that he suffered any true injuries. Dominic Reyes didn't look like that. I'm, it was a war, but it wasn't, you know, no one ended up with a broken jaw or a broken hand or torn this, torn that. So to me, if I'm the UFC, sit back down a week or two. Hey, John, like, are you down for the rematch? Hey, we think this is going to be money. Dominic is obviously going to say yes because he felt like he won the fight. I think it's up to John Jones as John Jones thinks another fight out there. But if the UFC goes, hey, man, we think a lot of people want to see this fight. We'll give you, well, some, we'll give you some money for yeah, it and, yeah. and we'll put some promotion into this. And you know what? We we think this is gonna be a big fight for you. And John Jones has John Jones has always been about finding the right dance partner, right? He goes, oh, I don't want this fight because because he's looking for those big fights. I give him credit because he's you know a lot of people don't know Dominic Reyes, don't know Anthony Smith, didn't know Thiago Santos, but he's given them opportunities and he's given these guys shots. And we see like Dominic Reyes stepped up to the challenge, and now people know him. But he's been looking for kind of a big fight. That's why he's kind of you know toying with the whole Stipe thing. But I think if the UC goes, hey man, if if you guys get up in another press conference, if we do a couple of press conferences together, you know, if we pour some money into this promotion and stuff, and you guys kind of talk crap to each other, I think this can be a really good fight and a good payday for you. John Jones might say, yeah, especially, especially if Corey Anderson and Jan Blokovich, let's say, fight to a decision, but. It's not something where, I mean, if Corey Anderson goes on and does what he did to Johnny Walker, if Jan knocks out Corey Anderson like he did to Luke, we're having another discussion. But as of right now, looking into that fight, I like the Dominic Reyes-John Jones fight. I think John Jones will want to turn around quickly, and I think Dominic Reyes will. The only, and, and you know what? Well, and, even if someone does yeah. get a good finish in this fight, do you see, I think, if they put enough promotion in this and strike when the iron's hot, they can do this. And I'll only say that because even the Gustafson... And the Jones fight, it, it happened too many years too late, and it was exciting, but it wasn't as exciting as when they did the DC John two because that was only a couple of years removed. Well, I, I think right now there, there's just nothing. That, there's nothing else. I, I'm sorry. What's going to push the needle more than John Dominic right now? No, I I, I agree. I, Listen, I, I think, I, I think John, John even going up the heavy right now, I don't think would push the needle as much as the rematch. Plus, listen, this John he- uh, heavyweight thing. Uh, listen, I, I've always kind of poo-potted a bit. Listen, his last few fights, um, let's be brutally honest, he hasn't looked that great. Now, here's the thing. 
Is it? Is it because? No, but but look at his last few fights. Well, the Anthony Smith one, he dominated. He dominated, but he didn't get him out. No. When's the lo- When's the last time you looked at a John Jones fight and went, "Wow, we ran through him." I think that's. I think there's two things to this. I think it's John Jones. Is, well, I'll blend him into one. One, two things, but I, I'll make him into one point. I think I know I think, what you're going to say. I think you're going to say the competition is up. Well, of course it is. And I think he's sl- maybe slowing. I don't think he's slowing down. I think he's... Look, when he came in the game, he was undefeated, smoking everybody. You know, ran through Ryan Bader. You know, well, be, he beat up Shogun. Yeah. Beat up Blyado. Beat up Rashad. Beat up Rampage, right? He's feeling like he's on top of the world. And then all of a sudden, he ran into Gustafson and he went, Whoa, crap, okay... There's a guy that can, can can match me on some point. Yeah. Then he fought the DCs and went, okay, that's a tough fight in the first one. Second one was a tough fight. I think then when he came back and he had the OSP fight where he was a little rusty, I think it kind of clicked to him like, damn, like it, early on in my career, I could run through the, kind of that, that wave of generation. But now there's well, these new he, guys that are coming up. Well, yeah, listen, I think... He and they're ran, good. He ran through the first generation because... He was this big, long, long uh, lengthy fighter. That could wrestle and outstrike who, who, you. Who could do all of martial arts. Yeah. The guys he beat in Rampage, very one-dimensional. Lyoto, very one-dimensional. Uh, Bader, you know, even so. Bader, that, Bader at that point was one-dimensional. Yeah, he's one-dimensional. He's not like he you is know, now. He's you know, a stunt now. Vitor, sort of, but like there, there weren't the guys that are coming now. And the Gustafson, he kind of met his era. DC, same thing. Mm-hmm. But, but DC was a good competition for him. But there's just things DC... Like, John Jones' weakness, like I said, is the tall, rangy striker who can hit him. And there's more of that coming out now. There's more of that coming out. And I also think the dominance rates... Like I said, I picked Jones to win this fight. I think I believe I picked 3-2. Uh, yeah, I actually, actually guessed the, the, the right score. But I, I remember I said, I said, listen, Dominic Reyes has the skill, the athletic ability, the mobility. Remember I talked about his mobility and how yeah. he was really, his movement, his angles were going to cause a lot of problems for John Jones. And so I think John Jones is now hitting a point where the guys coming up now are just, they're, they're more athletic. They're just as well-rounded as he is. I don't know about you, but John to heavyweight right now seems like a mismatch. Well, I, like, I, I, well, I'm just, I'm just telling you, if that was Curtis Blades or Ngannou in there on Saturday night, John probably goes up like a light. Like let, let's call it was, let's call it what it is. Well, he, even Steve, if Stipe was in there. You would have to wonder and go like... What? Well, we don't know how John looks at heavyweight, right? We don't know if John Jones puts on 30 pounds no, but, of muscle how he's going to look. But, but let, let, well, I don't think he's going to... I don't think or, he's going to get too much... Or just not cut. Well, I, even with going up in, in weight, I don't think his skills... Or sorry, I don't think his skills with going up in weight would significantly advance or significantly it diminish. Could. You don't know that, though. Uh, but but I, don't, I don't think so. Look at Kelvin Gastelum. Goes up to 185, all of a sudden he's this elite boxer. 170, not so much. Well, Calvin, I think, just grew into his own. I, well, I, first of all, I think at, at welterweight, he's kind of fuckload away. 
True, but but it, it just goes to show that like everybody has their theory, but you don't know till you actually see it. To me, I, I don't want to see him at heavyweight just yet because, first of all, the heavyweight division has their own issue with not knowing what to do with Ngannou, Curtis Blades, and Stipe and DC are are taking their sweet time with booking this trilogy. I would rather see him versus Reyes. I would rather see him first winner Corey Anderson Jan Blachowicz. Yeah, I would I rather I don't know I, that. I would rather see him versus Johnny Walker if Johnny Walker gets a couple wins under his belt. Uh, to, to, I'm to, a Johnny Walker guy, but Johnny Walker needs a rebuild. A hundred percent. But but we're to, we're talking over the longevity. Don't forget, we're, we're, he's talking about Stipe at heavyweight, and they there's the UC is still gone home with DC Stipe trilogy. So there's a lot of there. There's a traffic jam at two sixty five. Mm. That we don't need another car in. But I, I, I think this this fight really showed us. I think that, man, you know what? If you're Dominic Reyes, you have to feel like... I know he is happy with his performance. And I don't want to see him shit on his performance. Because I was actually cheering for the guy. Um, but you got to think in the back of his mind. In the back of his coach's mind. Like, fuck, we had a little more cardio. 100%, but... Right? Like, like if he... It had, comes with experience, though, man. If he... I, I know his first five-round fight, and, that you know, that's to your point, but if he had a little bit of more cardio, yeah. he he, he might have won 4-1. He might have ran 5-0. But, but here's... So, the, when did Jones take over? Take over? He didn't really do anything... Um, Significantly different, right? Half of the third. All, all, third the, all of a sudden, Dominic slowed down and Jones started picking his shots. If Dominic stayed at the same pace, even for fuck half a round, even for one more round, you probably have a four-one Dominic Reyes. Yes, but here's what's also very interesting: when you look at a rematch, right to your point, what does Dominic Reyes do now that he knows what a five-round fight is? Maybe he goes, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have threw as much sauce on my right hook. You know, maybe I should save that to the third of championship rounds. Maybe I should make this more of a marathon instead of a sprint, right? Then when you look at John Jones, the guy's even better in his rematches. When he versed DC, say what you want about pictograms and stuff, that being aside, finish DC what he couldn't the first time. Gustafson, finish Gustafson what he couldn't the first time. Right? So when, when John Jones does better mm-hmm. in the rematches, you also got to look at Dominic and go, man, if, if Dominic, now knowing what he knows and actually being in there with him, it must be pretty interesting to know what Dominic Reyes thinks going to the rematch. So that, that, I, I, that's I, what I makes per- this one treat. I personally think Dominic Reyes is the favorite in the rematch. And it's not because he won. It's because when they were standing up, and he was conditioned, which conditioning you can work on, right? It's something very easily work work on. He won the striking battle. John Jones did take him down. But look how hard John Jones had to work. And when he got him down, boop, right back up. Fair enough, yeah. When John Jones rematched DC, he knew he had significant advantage in the reach and striking. That's why the head kicked worked. When he rematched Gustafson, he knew, hey, if I stand up with Gustafson, it could be a war like the first time. Let's take him down. I have a clear advantage. When John Jones goes into this rematch, where the fuck does he have the advantage? Like, if... if my, my thing is, he had the advantage in what? Later round cardio, right? Experience, cardio, 
Knowing what a five-round fight feels like. Well, hold up. Those are things... That Dominic can improve on. That Dominic can improve on. And if Dominic improves on them, John Jones can't really take advantage of them. I understand what you're saying, but you also got to realize that John Jones also works for John Jones being in there with someone now. Now he's going to pick up on a couple of things like, damn, maybe he was bigger, he was a little bit more powerful. How can I change my game? But but, but I know what you're saying. How do you see John Jones right now? Like, what's he going to do? Like, uh, am I going to strike with him? Am I going to try to take him down? It didn't work out great. If you're Dominic's camp, you're like, uh, all we got to do is get back on you. I, I understand what you're saying. And, but, and we, but John Jones in rematches has been flawless. So, But against guys who have had clear holes. Where yes he's like, like, Well, what do you mean no? He he knew he could take Gustafson down and probably beat him there. Yeah, but at the same right? time, like, in, the, in the first fight, Gustafson actually took him down. And actually, his takedown defense in the in the first one was flawless. Well, I, th- I think that was more due to I don't think he thought Gustafson could get him down. True, but right? I, I think that was a little ignorance on his part. DC, I, I think, listen, the reach advantage. I think he just knew if he played it enough, he would win that game. I I just don't see where John Jones. Like he's really good in rematches, but he is because he he figures out the weakness. I don't know what the freaking weakness is. Well, that. The, but that's an interesting thing. And you, if, ha- you have John Jones, who does better in rematches, the most calculated fighter, going to try to pick the holes of Reyes, which it didn't look like there was much of. Besides his cardio. But, but, but that, I mean, that, but I, I understand that, that, point, that, could, that, could, that could be a game plan. Is hey, we're going to go push Dominic Reyes. But if you're Dominic Reyes, it's kind of thinking, oh, the cardio. But to push Reyes, John Jones has to put himself in a little more danger than he did. Maybe. Well, no, he's going to have to. I okay. mean, how, how else would he push Reyes? If you're Reyes, I mean, you just cardio, 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 cardio. Be able to go those five rounds. Because if you can go those five rounds, right? Like, if he can fight like he did in the second and third round, into the fourth and to the fifth, he maybe sweeps John Jones on the scorecards. This is why it makes the rematch so interesting, no, it, and they have to make it now well, it, for every point we're talking listen, about. I, I think anyone who doesn't think the rematch is next for John Jones is an idiot. You're an idiot. Well, what else are you going to do? I'm sorry, you do Corey Anderson even if he gets a KO. Uh-uh. Well, but I, I, I'm fine with whoever wins this. Just okay, no problem. You get we'll, we'll fly you out, do a couple meet and greets, we'll put your front row, and then you got the winner. Maybe. Okay, besides the winner of this weekend, let's say they do the John Jones Reyes rematch. Who's left? Who's left? Well, if, you know, this would be definitely the the, 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 the next step. Yeah. Well, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few people that could drop them with mean, impressive you, performances. I mean, Israel out there, but that's 2021 that's coming. That's 2021. I think it would be the winner of Corey Anderson Yan, or he goes with the heavyweight. But heavyweight's so clogged right now, it's it's worse than my, my toilet last week. <laughs> I mean, it's just he- heavyweights when you're sitting in traffic, and you're like, I'm barely moving, and then you look up, and the next exit, there's like a hundred more cars well, listen, jo- the, jo- joining the traffic jam. The, the you, you don't want anymore. The champ, so the sec, the second next to him in line is commentating fights for a living right now. Well, he's just waiting on Stipe, and he's waiting on Stipe. He's not inactive. You have uh, Francis who has a fight, but he'll probably win that. And then he has, I mean, he's done all he can. He's 
Because if he if he goes in there and knocks out uh, Rosenstreich, Rosenstreich, yeah, I mean he's basically done his SATs three times 100%. and aced them all. And then you got Curtis Blades who just knocked. And then you got Curtis Blades who who apparently now has fucking hands. Now his fucking hand. So and, it, and who doesn't have a fight in front of him? We talked about our last podcast, Cole. So, so if you if you want to hear about a heavyweight rank, you go might, back. You but. honestly might have a situation where the top four guys in the division can't fucking do anything. Yep. So that's why I like the John Jones rematch with Reyes. I think that's the move they should make. Yeah, it's, it's the only move. Yeah. It's the only move. Good, good. Well, let's talk about the fight coming up this weekend between Corey Anderson and Jan Blakovich. Obviously, you got Corey Anderson, man. Came off that last fight. Everybody has had him as the underdog at UFC 244 against Johnny Walker. And he went in there in the first round and stopped Johnny Walker. And Joe Rogan was going crazy. And then you got Jan Blakovich, who his last fight beat Jacare. Fight before that knocked the holy hell out of Luke Rockhold. And this is a rematch between the two. They fought way back at UFC 191 in 2015. Corey Anderson got the unanimous decision. But both these men's career have been altered. And both of them look so different when it comes to to, to, to fighting and how they've grown throughout the sport. So to me, this is a whole new fight. And both guys have looked impressive. So this to me is the number one contender fight. Like we said, John Jones and Reyes should rematch. But Corey Anderson, man, looked like he was just a wrestler. Got his hands on Johnny Walker. Showed that he had power when he could strike. Showed like showed really good. Just hand speed. Just hand improvement. Like it, it was phenomenal. Then you look at Jan Blakovich. You know what? A lot of people didn't have him winning the striking battle against Rockhold. Knocked him out. A lot of people thought, okay, he knocked out him. But he won't get past the all-around Jacare. Be able to, you know, compete with Jacare on the ground. Got that done. So to me, I'm looking at two guys that are well-rounded. That are gritty and are going to fight each other hard. I, I, I see this being a, a fight that goes the distance. To me, I'm leaning towards Corey Anderson in this fight just because I look at his improvement with his hands. Corey, there's nothing worse to a guy that can take you down but can also choose to go, okay, you, you're going to try to stop my takedowns? That's your number one concern? Okay, I'll play your game for a bit. I'll show you I can box with you too. Then all of a sudden his opponent goes, oh God, he can box with me. Then psh, legs go up from under him. He's on his back with a dominant wrestler like, raining down strikes. Corey Anderson's looked more impressive to me up to this point. But I look at Jan Blakovich and you know what? He's not the fastest. He's not, you know, the best wrestler. He's not the most smoothest striker. He, you know, he doesn't strike like Anderson Silva. But he wins fights because he shuts down his opponents. He, you know, he gets people in vulnerable positions. Just the way he, you know, he, he, his, his hooks, his hooks are very, very powerful. And we saw them in the Luke Rockhold fight. We saw them in the Jacques Ray fight that he was landing. He has strong hooks. The most powerful strike that he has. Corey Anderson is more of a, I would say, touch him up fighter. He, he likes to straight down the, down the line shots. He utilizes his jab like crazy good. But to me, this, this is going to be a close fight. I, I see this being a split decision. I'm leaning towards Corey Anderson, Cole, but to me, this is a fight for the number one contendership. You got Corey Anderson, who's another guy. If he beats John Blakovich, he's, he's another guy who's like, okay, I beat Johnny Walker. Okay, I beat John Blakovich. And same with Jan. You could be like, hey, you know, I'm, I may not be the guy on the mic talking all this crap. I might not be getting the flashy knockouts, but I'm running through these dudes. 
to me, this is a very interesting fight. I'm going Corey Anderson, 48-47 split decision. I think it's going to be a really close fight. I think it's going to be drag him out, but in the end, I think Corey Anderson will get a couple takedowns, and Jan will, will pop back up on some, but I think Corey Anderson has good hit position. He has a, a good... He has good pressure when he has someone in a vulnerable position, half guard, whatnot. There's not a lot of times people can, can, you know, get out of position like half guard or side control. He's really dominant with his elbows and side control and the full mount. He, he strikes from everywhere. And just as soon as you're stopping the hands, he slips in the elbow when you're covering up, especially in mount. So, and, and don't forget, he has really good submissions, underrated submissions. If you give him your back and your neck, he can put you away with that. But that's the reason why I'm going Corey Anderson. I think he has more tools than the two of locks. And I just think his, his hand speed and the power that I saw last fight is amazing. And I, I that's why I'm going with Corey Anderson, Cole. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to go with uh, Corey Anderson right now as well. Um, I think... I just think he's technically very sound. I think Jan is obviously the big puncher. The guy, I think if somebody's going to stop somebody in this fight, I think it's going to be him, even though Corey Anderson just stopped a big, scary Johnny Walker in his last fight. I think Corey Anderson, I think he has more of the ground game. I think he's the better technical striker. I personally think he wins 3-2 in rounds. Split over. decision unanimous. I have it split. No, I, don't, I, 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 I think someone's going to give it to you on. I have this as a, a, a pretty I don't have big dog fight. I have this 3-2 clean okay. uh, across the board. But 3-2 is still a close fight. Yeah, still yeah. a close fight. I, I think what's going to win it for Corey Anderson, I think, is his volume. Yeah. I think I think for Jan to win this or win a decision, he's going to have to land one of those big punches that he landed on Luke. Um, Rockhold. I think he's, it, for him to really dominate this fight or win this fight, he's going to have to find that. And against Corey Anderson, that's been tough. It's been tough to do that. He's so technically sound. I think Corey Anderson is purely just going to win on volume, which I actually think this will this will um, this will stay standing up. I think most of the time. You you think Corey will try to take him down? He might be, but Jan's not a slouch there. Oh like, no, no, like, no, like no, he, he's means, very no. good. Actually, Jan I, has takedowns of his own. Well, I think Jan in the clinch, yes, probably has the advantage, yes. even though he's heavy. On even the though. I mean that that to me that's considered grappling. So the grappling side of the clinch, I think Jan. The grappling side of the takedown, I think Corey Anderson. But yeah. I, I think both both of them will have trouble getting each other there. I, I think in really dominating in those positions. I think mostly will stay standing up. And I just think Corey Anderson will touch him more. I don't think I don't think it'll be anything where you're like, oh, he it was that was way more significant uh, than Jan. I think it'll just be more volume, just overall. I think he's more active. Corey Anderson, he's act very active you know, over three rounds, over five rounds. Uh, that's why I think he'll get it. Oh, talking about significant strikes, the, the, I miss this point. But in the John Jones, Dominic Reyes, I just want to say significant strikes. The UFC, cut the bullshit. I'm, I look at most fights and they're like, significant strikes, 42, 35. I'm like, we got we to gotta reanalyze this bitch. Well, it's interesting what, what the they consider fuck? a significant strike. A significant strike, in my opinion, fuck. There's some fights I don't even see one. It, 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 a significant strike to me. Go, oh, well, it, it, you it, got clipped. It should be one where you get kicked in the body. He's visibly hurt. 
Uh, his you, you kick his leg. His leg goes flying the other direction. Um, head snap back. Off head snap back off a jab. It, a significant strike should be uh, so damn obvious. Uh, of of a it should be a power strike. You don't even want to call it a fucking power strike. You can call it that be- because what's the difference? Like what's the difference? Well, I, I don't. What know. do they count as a significant strike? Is 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 a one two that barely grazes someone a significant strike? I think and... I think I think it's something that lands clean. I think well, that's, that's just a strike in my opinion. Well, again, the UFC, again, the UFC needs to sit down and really categorize what the fuck is a significant strike. What, a, what how many strikes equals a takedown? Does this does if you land twenty punches, but then some guy gets you down and hits you five times, you basically almost have to tell the judges what. How does the how a fight should be scored? And I know that's that's getting into a little bit of. Um, I know what the critics are going to say to me that's getting a, a bit of, uh, too much of the UFC telling them who's going to win a fight based on well, you know, uh, you're favoring the striker or you're favoring the ground guy or you're tamper. I guess the word is fucking tampering. You're tampering with the judges. But unless you give them clear guidelines on how to do it, you're going to have fuckery. True. So I, I just want to hit on the significant strike because that's another one that just fucking blows my mind. It's like 130 strikes and 70 are significant. I'm like, uh, I saw like 70 strikes and maybe nine were significant. Yeah. I, 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 what you mean? I think a lot of people have those sometimes where all of a sudden they're like... But, 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 if, you, but if you label significant strikes as I want it to be... Those should be so evident over everything that if you were just to, just to have that category as I want it, you could probably tell you could probably tell who won the fight or not. Yeah, maybe just based off that stat. If you categorize it like I want you to, you could tell. Because if, if some guy had ten and some guy had one, like, well, well, fuck it. Doesn't matter who was in the clinch the most. Doesn't matter who who, who passed guard the most. Doesn't matter who had the most takedowns. It doesn't matter who controlled the octagon. All we gotta do is look at it. Well, shit. Who landed the who landed the better punches? Who landed the most damage? And the significant strike would be a category as damage, clean strikes, head snap. You could you could look at one fucking stat, and they'd be right there. Yeah, if again, if it's a very heavy stand-up fight, yes. Well, even on the ground, because if it's well, ground's like, a little harder because if if someone almost finishes someone in guillotine and then all of a sudden gets full mount, almost finishes someone in the armbar, they're trying to finish the fight more than some guy trying but, to. Just, but again, but again, submissions, submissions are a whole other fucking juice bug in, in themselves. Well, submissions because, are hard because if a guy's on his back and he's going for an armbar. Does the guy on top technically get control? Does he get the round? Here's the thing. If a guy sits on someone for five minutes, the guy underneath him almost taps him three times. Who wins the fuck? Who wins the round? The guy on the bottom. Actually, they did that but, in the Ultimate Fighter one. Some guy was lying there. Some guy was actually chucking up submissions. But he, he couldn't get up, but he was chucking up submissions that gave him the round. I mean, I was at home and Dana was applauding. I was at home applauding. Yes, but here's the thing. You go to all the commissions... You get, I not see it that way. You, no, you get different ads. I'm telling you, you get different ads. So I was like, one time we were playing Xbox and we were playing uh, the, when you see yeah. Undisputed had Pride. It's bullshit. And I was just <laughs> 15 minutes of the fight just throwing up submissions, didn't land one, one of the judges' scorecard. Yeah. Yeah. 
the ju- judging is gonna. Be, this is one of the things where you have a big, big significant fight, and you, you you have something like this where a lot of people thought the other person won, and then you know it's an and still, and then all of a sudden the judging question gets brought up. So, I just think the UFC needs a cat. The UFC needs to make it like um, they almost. What's that book? Fuck. Um, oh, it's it's whatever for dummies. They should literally make it judging for dummies. <laughs> that's how the that's how the handbook should be. Well, don't, should, don't let the guy who scored at four one for Jones even even well, write write a letter in that. Listen, I think guys like that, the UFC should pull their fucking power, man. They're, they're, it's hard to when you're dealing with the commission, though. We're not coming back. Get rid of them. Like like I get it if it was this like if if you were to judge and he had one incident. Right, like I don't believe you should lose your license because you got into one fucking crash in your life. Well, I would, I would like to see all but, the judge and scorecards because there was a lot of times where it was like twenty nine, twenty eight, and then there was an odd judge that had a thirty twenty seven. I want to see if it's the same guy. I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, these ju- these judges should be interviewed after. That's okay to me, but to me, that doesn't fix the fucking problem. That means you just get a shit on the guy a little more. The the fixing the problem would be let's penalize these guys. Well, you know you had listen because maybe, maybe, maybe interview them and then if someone goes well this and that and is totally going against the guidelines, then then okay penalize yes. But, but what's interviewing going to do? Or because the commission he, needs to sit down and go, why did you have it four one Jones? When a lot of people, including myself, thought he won the second round, and if he goes, well, um, but but let's and gives you some BS, you got to go listen, man. No, but that's but, not how it works. I know, but. Does it change? Does it change it? Yeah, you, you, you need rules that are going to change it. The UFC would then has to step in. You get through the bullshit answer and go, yeah, we we got to fix this commission. And if the commission doesn't, the UFC has to pull its power. Harder than what it seems. If that was the case, Mario Yakasami would have been way before. They should have. Steve Mazzagatti, way before. They should have. Right, so I, I think there needs to be accountability for the judges, not just uh, needs need to sit and interview them and give them bullshit. Yeah, you can do that too. Actually, that'd be fun as that that'd be fun as hell for me, because you you just I mean you see you'd see idiots at their best, but there needs to be repercussions for somebody who who is clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And again, make literally the UFC handbook judging for dummies. It should be so laid out for them that they have to be half brain dead to fuck it up. And then some. That I, I think the UC needs to categorize it even more so these judges, even if they're incompetent, at least you won't have whack off the radar scorecards. That's yeah. how I view it. Well, only time will tell. I mean, if you have any suggestions out there, tweet us at Overhand Right Radio at that is our Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram, Overhand Right Radio, and hit us up on Facebook, Overhand Right Radio. If you have any suggestions how to fix this judging problem, then lay it on us. But that was 247 in a nutshell. We believe Dominic Reyes and John Jones should do a rematch right away. We believe the winner of this weekend's main event, Jan Blakovic, Corey Anderson, is next in line after that rematch for whoever wins that John Jones and Dominic Reyes rematch. And we believe they gotta fix the judging around here. So, like I said, Facebook, Overhand Right Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Overhand Right Radio. 
tweet us. Let us know what you think that something they can do to fix the judging. Please, we'd love to know and we'll share it next podcast if you have any opinions. But that's it, man. Click on our link tree on all our social media. Our link tree will direct you to our podcast on every streaming platform, wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Player FM, doesn't matter. Click it and it will direct you to our podcast on wherever you get your podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the fights this weekend and we'll check you out next time.